TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. 745. Good morning. I'm Scott Jagow. This is Total Information AM on KMOX. Time to chat with Tom Ackerman at the New Bowl BMW Toyota Sports Desk. Tom, I'm looking at the temperature in Jupiter, Florida. It's 65 degrees. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, um, absolutely. No, it's not too bad, actually. It's uh, starting to warm up a little bit, and now that the sun has uh, started to heat things up a little bit, but yeah, sixty-five, and you know, it's going to get up to about eighty. But you know, nobody wants to hear that. Eighty-five, actually. Yeah, you're right. It's funny. Every single interview that I do on KMOX, they want to know what the weather is, and you didn't ask that. You just gave it to everybody. Uh, most people ask, "Hey, how's the weather down there?" My response has been to every single person, "Nobody wants to hear that." <laughs> All right, let's um, move past that. But anyway, Last... but it is it is great, and it is uh, Cardinal baseball today. Let me let me start with that real okay. quick because uh, we did have our sponsor there at the top, and we have an, an amazing sponsor, and we are in the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center. I'll say real quick that, because I know we're going to talk about what happened last night, uh, the Cardinals are right now working out. They're just uh, starting to show up here at the complex. I'm here at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, Cardinal Baseball today at 1155 against the Nationals. The big story today is Jordan Walker and what his shoulder is. It looks like after they evaluated it yesterday and today, they'll have some sort of announcement today. My plan is, uh, as long as it times out okay, Ollie Marmel is supposed to address the media today at 10.15 Central Time. So my plan is to carry that media briefing live here on Sports on a Sunday morning after the start of our show. And then we'll get into the rest of the show. And we should learn a little bit more there. Uh, we also have John Mosellock on at 11.30. Uh, Walker basically slid headfirst into second base yesterday. In the first inning, there was an error. So he was trying to, to make something out of a play. Uh, he dove headfirst into second base. Came up uh, after being down for a little while. Uh, got up. He actually ended up playing in the field in the bottom of the first. But after that... Uh, that was determined by Ali Marmel. Like, there's no reason for you to push this. There's there's nothing that can be gained out of this at this point. So they kept him out of the rest of the game and then took him for evaluation of what they called a right shoulder strain. It's a big story because he is the number one prospect in the organization. He also was the best 
hitter in spring training across the board in Major League Baseball up until that point. He had uh, he was first in hits and batting average and extra base hits and all kinds of uh, different categories. So uh, he's off to a great start. It's only March 12th. There's a long way to go here before opening day, but it was a promising start for Jordan Walker, and he was on track to quite possibly be a starting outfielder for the club on opening day in St. Louis. So we'll see where it goes from here. Well, it sounds like the initial news was pretty positive that the trainers are not overly concerned. He will be reevaluated, but yeah, and, and Cardinals fans will kind of roll their eyes on that. Some will and say, "Yeah, I've heard this before," you know. <laughs> but but I think in this situation, Ollie did say to us after the game, and he said it, it really is not. They don't feel that this is serious, but they are going to be very cautious with any player, and certainly Jordan Walker, who they value a great deal. There's just no reason to push it. They'll continue to watch that. Again, a right shoulder strain. Uh, means a muscle injury there. So they'll watch that, see, and make sure that he's rested up and ready to go for the rest of spring. Hopefully it's nothing more than that. Before we get to anything else, you've been there for a few days now, Tom. Uh, What's your assessment of this Cardinals team? I mean, it's obviously spring training and early, but you've gotten down there. Have you changed your thoughts at all or yeah, found a, something I think new? it's a really good team, Scott. I, I think that they definitely have pitching uh, concerns in that, you know, beyond these five of Wainwright, Michaelis, uh, Matts, who starts today, Flaherty and Montgomery, what will they do and what does their depth look like? I think some of those concerns were alleviated last night. Adam Wainwright pitched for Team USA And I know they were watching. I certainly was. And he came out, gave up a home run. His curveball looked amazing right out of the gate. Then he gives up a home run and and just had some trouble commanding his fastball in the first inning. Then Wainwright comes out. This is just classic Waino. Makes his adjustments. His fastball is topping out in the mid-80s. So that's one concern. They want to make sure he gets that up a little higher. But he looked really good in control. He pitched. uh, He had 49 pitches. 36 were strikes. He only walked one. He struck out four. He gave up just the one run on the home run, five hits, and four innings of work for Wainwright in a big pressure situation. World Baseball Classic, big crowd down in Arizona, all-star cast playing behind him. And I think that's a really good performance and a great sign that Wainwright is okay. Now it's just a matter of... You know, he thinks his lower half, just trying to get his legs firing to get that extra velocity back up, is the key there. But that's really the number one thing, Scott. I think that their bullpen is loaded. I think they're trying to figure out roles for everybody, and there are going to be some pitchers who aren't going to make it. Uh, They only have so many spots. And then the five-man rotation, and then who fits in those extra spots in the rotation if they need another starter? Dakota Hudson? Probably has been passed by Jake Woodford, in my opinion. I, I think Woodford has had a really good spring, but then again, Woodford could be a long man in the bullpen. Uh, so Hudson is definitely a candidate for the sixth starter. He's been fine, uh, but Woodford's been a little bit better. Gordon Graceffo got sent to the minors. He was a candidate for that, and you know they'll continue to watch some other areas there. I think Matthew Libertor uh, could end up making some starts if they needed it. But otherwise, that's number one. I think the offense Mm -hmm. is really good. I think the defense, as we know, is gold glove caliber. I think the big thing is, is Jack Flaherty going to be an ace? And is this starting rotation going to be really good? And if it is, then the Cardinals are a World Series contender. Good stuff. A month ago, if you asked St. Louis City SC fans, 
if you know they won a game or two in the first three. I think most fans would take that for an expansion team in its first season in the MLS. Not only have they won all three games, they've come from behind in all three games, which has never happened in MLS history for an expansion team. What do you chalk this up to? You know, they had a long time to prepare, and they stuck to what style they wanted to play, which was an aggressive attacking style. They went out and they found players who could fit that style, who are young and hungry and fearless. So they have a lot of speed and a lot of youth, but they also have experience on the back end. Tim Parker, who has played with uh, Bradley Carnell, the head coach, understands what that system is and how he wants to play it. He was with him in New York when Bradley was an assistant coach for the Red Bulls. And then they have the best goaltender in MLS, the highest paid as well, Roman Berkey. So he's another leader, a veteran, who can help control and lead and guide this team and keep the game manageable and then let the players in front of them make the big plays to, to win the game. And they've done that now three times in a row. They've come back to win. They they went down to Austin and won. They won at Charlotte coming back and win. And then last night against Portland, a really good team who plays a different kind of style. They sit back and, and feast on your mistakes. Uh, they end up losing as well to this team. They're 3-0. and I mean, it's magical. Now, are they the best team in Major League Soccer? They are not. But on paper, they are now. Yeah. I mean, they're 3-0 they're and on the table. Hey, it's uh, fun. They're the best team in the West. It is yeah, certainly it is. So, better than losing. I, it's, really, <laughs> it's really, really exciting. And, and, you know, look at this movement that we're having here in St. Louis. I mean, uh, just this morning I looked at Twitter and the Battlehawks had tweeted overnight uh, you know, home opener Eve or something like that. Is anyone having trouble sleeping in St. Louis city SC's uh, social media manager, uh, whoever's running that account tweets back. We are you know, <laughs> yeah. because uh, they, they are, you know, they're excited as well. You got these two new teams that are sitting here winning and having fun and drawing fans and just feeding into this St. Louis culture, which is our city is all about sports. We are, we are we the best sports city in America? We think we are. I think we have the best concentration of sports fans. And in terms of importance to a city, I think we're definitely number one. I mean, I, there, there are other cities that have a lot of things going on. Uh, they have beaches. They have big bustling metropolises, you know, all these things going on. St. Louis needs sports to be good. And we sort of feed off of it. It unifies us. It keeps businesses humming. And uh, it's really exciting what is happening here in this month. Yeah, downtown needs it as well. And it sounds like 40,000 people might be at the game today, the Battle Hawks game. Yeah, I mean, they were already tracking a week ago at 35,000. Hmm. Then they opened up the 400 level. And you know there's going to be a walk-up today. So, and, and it's a later start. You know, it's a three o'clock start, so you have time to go down there. I'm sure people are down there right now, heading down, <laughs> setting up the tents, tailgating, getting ready for this game today. It's 7:54 uh, in St. Louis, and it's time to tailgate that's and right. have a good time and party. And and they will do that. Uh, and yeah, that's going to be awesome. And you know, if you looked at all of the XFL games combined attendance. I wonder how it would stack up against what you're going to see at the Dome today. I, th I think the Dome is going – I think that St. Louis is going to send a message today that – and this has nothing to do with um, – I'm, I'm not making this statement about Stan Kroenke and the Rams. I mean, that's old news. I'm just saying overall this is about St. Louis 
showing once again what we're like as a community, that we do come together and we support our sports. I agree, and I, I guess there will be probably some chants today about Kroenke. The fans love to do that. Uh, let's talk yeah, about some college basketball. Yeah, I mean, Indiana, your school lost yesterday, but they're still a good team, and I, I, I would believe a threat in the tournament just to get this out of the way. Yeah, IU's fine. I, I want to say this real quick about IU. They're fine. I think we need to, to not play Big Ten teams anymore. They kind of <laughs> they, they know us really well. It's time for some fresh uh, opponents <laughs> and yeah. see if, if we can if we can fool some people. You know, so I have pretty I have faith that Indiana is going to wake up and and be ready to go for this tournament. Well, a few months ago, you were talking about when the Tar Heels had lost a couple games, and Indiana was one of them. That uh, they'll be fine. Well, they're not fine. They're the first team that started the season number one. This is my alma mater, UNC, and not make the NCAA tournament because I don't think they're going to make it. Um, so that's a pretty bad season. I, I can't. I'm kind of glad they're not in the tournament because I can't stand watching them not make baskets. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a real bummer. It, yeah. it is, and you know, it's a, it's a real fall from what they had last year. Now, last year they were you know an eight seed coming in, and then they go all the way to to the end mm-hmm. and lose. But uh, this is a, a program that is proud. That I think you know they need to be. They need to get back to being. To your point. You know, would you want them to come in as a ten or an eleven seed? Like this is North Carolina. Come right. on now. I mean, they need to cut. They need to get back to being a number one seed. And now, by the way, the ACC. What the heck is going on with the ACC? Just in general. I mean, the ACC used to be the kings of college basketball. I think it just in general, the ACC needs to get its act together and and get back to being the dominant conference. I mean, you're letting the Big Twelve and the Big Ten's always been pretty good, but you know, the Big Twelve and the SEC and you know, even the Pac-12. I mean, the ACC. Come on, this is North Carolina and Duke, and these. these it's supposed to be the best program. So I think, just in general, North Carolina is an elite basketball program and should be back to that. And I hope, hopefully, in short order, because college basketball is better when they are. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that next season. Uh, give us quickly a re uh, a cap of what's coming up on sports on a Sunday. Obviously, Missouri going into the tournament and all that. Yeah, I'll tell you what we got real quick. So we have, as I mentioned, Ollie Marmel. I'm planning on carrying that live coming up at 10.15 this morning as he addresses the Jordan Walker situation. Also, we will have Rebecca Tillett, the SLU women's coach. They are going to be playing in the NCAA tournament. They're going to find out where they play today. We'll have Jerry Palm, the bracketologist for CBS, joins us at 1045. Lutz Fannensteel of City at 1115. John Mosaloc at 1130. And my conversation, I went down to Miami and visited with an old friend, Yadier Molina, at 1145 before we take you to Cardinal Baseball. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait for that. Tom Ackerman, thanks so much. Thanks, buddy. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 